Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Today's episode 585 and I love it. I'm excited that we're doing that and we're closing in on 600, 600, 600. Do I hear 601? Do I hear 601? I don't know. Today I entitled this episode, What is Freedom? You know, I interview a number of people for this podcast and if you've followed it a lot, you've seen some of them. Most of them are just me talking about creating your ultimate life and telling stories and things that I know about how to create that life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts. But something I hear a lot of people talk about is freedom. When I say, what is ultimate life for you? Freedom comes up all the time. So let's talk about that. Uh, The next, I don't know, Nine or so episodes are going to be something I call the freedom equation. And in fact, I'm going to do an episode about that and the different parts of it. But before we do the freedom equation, I want to talk a little bit about what is freedom. I mean, I live in Canada. Canada is a free country. I was born in the United States. The United States is a free country. And we say that, oh, it's a free country. I mean, we even have a saying like that, meaning... I can do what I want. And that's what people usually mean when they think of freedom. I can do what I want. There's lots of other countries in the world that have a lot or a little freedom. Uh, Australia, I've been there and I was able to do what I wanted there. And lots of countries in Western Europe are free. There are many countries that are not. Uh, There's a huge number of people that live in China and there's a dictatorship there. You're controlled in many, many aspects. And uh, I certainly don't even know all the aspects and wouldn't even pretend to say, but I know that Hong Kong has moved to Chinese control and a lot of protests there. And I don't know the details. I don't know what the, the incursions are on personal liberty that are taking place. But I do know that freedom is a big piece of it is being able to do what you want. More importantly, being able to think what you want or say what you want. And in the Bill of Rights, at least in the United States, there were 10, at first, 10 rights that were created that were, you know, the Bill of Rights. These things are part of your freedom, freedom of the press, speech, and all the kinds of things that go with it, the most important thing that we're going to be free in forever, and that is how you think. You are free to think what you want. Now, we're not always free to say what we want. We're not always free to express those thoughts in some places, and even in the U.S. and Canada that I'm most familiar with because I've got citizenship in both. 
The freedom to say what you want is challenged. Right now, there is a sense, a growing sense, that if you say certain things, you should be punished. And whether that's good or bad isn't even the discussion right here. Somehow there's a greater good to be served that says you can't think that way. Or if you do, you can't say it, write it, talk about it, or do anything with those thoughts because we, we, whoever we is, the greater good have decided that those thoughts are bad, poison, evil, wrong, and should be somehow censured. And that's demonstrated in, in people ignoring, canceling, shaming, blaming other folks. And it happens, you know, they call it uh, slut shaming when someone makes fun of or degrades uh, principally a woman for doing whatever she may have done or shaming for having some kind of a physical impairment or size or how tall you are, or how heavy you are, fat shaming and body type shaming. We've heard all of that and that's you know wrong not to be tolerated. And, and the question for me and for all of us is who gets to decide those things and how do you enforce that? So that's left to a larger discussion and arena than I'm doing here in this 15-minute episode. But the, as society and the norms and beliefs change, how we treat all those thoughts changes too. And whatever your beliefs and, and desires are, you need to be aware of what's going on around you and make sure that you participate in whatever processes are available to make your voice heard. Because sitting around and saying nothing except complaining bitterly to yourself is a sure way to lose whatever freedoms you have today. So this is not and never has been in any of my episodes a political uh, speech of any kind. What I do know is that anything you want to keep, you need to exercise and you need to use and you need to defend. One principal one for me is the freedom of worship. I don't care if someone worships or doesn't. I think freedom to express your connection to the divine is a sacred thing that we all have and that we need to do everything we can to protect. Because the minute we start telling someone you can't meditate this way because that meditates to the wrong principle or the wrong divine or the wrong deity, then you know, we're, we're going down a, a very difficult path because who, who gets to decide? There's the rational mind, that rational thinking that says there is no divine. Everything is only what you can see, taste, touch, and so forth. And therefore, those that believe in anything else are censured. And then at the same time, we have laboratory experiments that prove auras exist and there's energy and thought and all kinds of other things, and we have internal experiences in our hearts that help us know for sure that there's more to us than the simple physical expression of our, our bodies. So we know those things, and, and freedom is our ability to think as we want. So what I'm going to do for the rest of this episode is I'm going to use the definition of freedom to think with your mind and your heart what you want to think. You're free to do that.
Now, even at that most basic level, there are those, there are many that I know that don't claim that freedom. They allow, and some even prefer, but they allow someone else to think for them. They allow someone else to tell them what to believe, how to think, and therefore how to act, and how to show up in the world. That's sad, because each of us is different. We, we are not only have genetic differences, but we have spiritual differences. We're born different. All of us know, quietly in our hearts, we came from somewhere. We had experiences, life, somehow before this, and when, when the lights go out and our eyes go closed and this body stops functioning, the energy that is our spirit goes somewhere. We know that. We feel it, we're scared of it sometimes, and so forth, but we know it's true. Now, I've had a near-death experience, and so I've seen the other side, but even before that, I knew that there was something, that there was something there. So, what I want you to think about in the word freedom, as we talk about it in the next bunch of episodes, is focus less on, there's two ways to think about. One is freedom from, freedom from something, freedom from uh, someone telling me what to do, freedom from want, freedom from oppression, freedom from, you know, all these externalities. And the other part is freedom to, to, to something, to do something, say something, think something, be something. They're related, but they're really separate. So if what is freedom? If the answer is freedom is your untakeawayable, inalienable, unsubtractable right to believe and think as you choose. And beyond that, depending on where you live and what the rules are and what society where you are is acting like and thinking like, you have more or less ability to express that freedom of thought that you have. So your freedom of thought is absolute. Your ability to express and my ability to express that can be and is in some places already today. And in other places, there's things that change that all the time, but that may be curtailed. Now, there's obvious things like physical freedom. If somebody ties you up in a basement, you're not free to move around. If you do something and you're in jail, you're not free to move around. If I, like I used to be, uh, enslaved by addictions and I had some habits that were bad, I was not free. I was enslaved by those habits, but I was free to change that and I couldn't do it myself. I had to get help and I had to make some firm commitments no matter what, I'm going to do this and I won't live like this anymore. So it took a lot of work, but I was free to change it and I did. And so no matter what is going on around you, no matter how many ropes are tied to your wrists or how many bars are in front of you, whether they're real bars because you are in some place locked up or they're imaginary bars because you're locked up in your mind with beliefs or with addictions or physical habits or other kinds of things, you can change that. The, the prison of believing you are not good enough, of believing you can't change, of giving your right to be what you want to be to someone else, that's yours. You can be free from that anytime you want. 
Now, this podcast series is about creating the ultimate life, a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create and I create by serving with our divine gifts. Well, where I live today, at least, I'm, I'm free to go to church where I want to and walk down the street if I want to and buy what I want to if I, you know, have worked and have some debit points. <laughs> we don't use cash anymore, right? Use, you know, but if I have some money, I can do those things. But the true freedom is freedom in my heart because that external freedom could change. Countries attack each other, governments change, rules change, societal norms change. You can't think or say this anymore and that makes you bad, so then you don't say it. Even if you think whatever you think because there are consequences to that. You might say, well, then that makes me not free. That's not true. Only you can take away your freedom. Your freedom you're free to believe what you want and you're free to make of yourself anything you want. And you can argue as much as you want, but you are. If you choose, and I'm going to use words that matter to me, to be a divine being, to live in love and kindness and to serve others, no one can prevent you from doing that. No one can prevent you from loving yourself. No one can prevent you from loving others. No one can prevent you from choosing to do good and add good to the world. Even those people through history that have been captured and killed, and you can think of those from all kinds of persuasions, were free while they were in captivity. Think of recently Nelson Mandela, who spent many years in prison. He retained his internal freedom and then became, you know, a hallmark of power and change when the external constraints were removed. There have been martyrs of all kinds for freedom, for religion, through history. You know, one of the most prominent is Christ, was crucified for teaching that he was the Son of God. I would say of all people, he was the most free. He was free to believe, act, and do what he wanted to and did, and then you know, the external consequences happened, but it hasn't changed and doesn't change the truth of who he was or who you are or who I am at any time. So that's the third part. We've defined freedom is far beyond doing, doing what you want. It is being what you want. Real freedom is being what you want and no one can take that away from you. You can start right this minute and be whatever you want today. You may not have all the things you want in one go, but you can create them by who you are being. The next thing was freedom from, and we often, most often think about that as freedom from external constraints, economic, political, religious, you know, relationship constraints. That freedom from things comes from who you choose to be in the world. And the third part is freedom to, freedom to think, to do, and in some cases to act, but freedom to be who you want. Because we both, we all came into this world with nothing, naked, tiny, and we're going to leave naked and not tiny, whatever. The energetic spirit that we have is going to leave. The only thing, the only thing that we're going to take with us is our experiences and how we chose to react what we chose to make of ourselves 
regardless of those external circumstances. So we need to get out of the mode, if you're in it, of believing that freedom has to do with externalities and embrace fully the truth that you're free to create whatever you want in your heart with your soul. And then remember, that's all you're taking with you. None of the things that we accumulate that we think make us cool or life easy or whatever, none of that goes anywhere. It's all on loan in a temporary basis, and the only thing we take with us is who we are and what we've made of ourselves. So with all the love I have, I encourage you to get in touch with your divine gifts, discover them, develop them, make a choice to serve with them, make others happy, lift and bless lives around you. And as you do that, you will create your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet